Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. How's your week been, Stephanie? <laughs> you know how my week has been. <laughs> yes, I do. It has revolved around my cat having an accident all over my living room. Your cat's the sun, the accident's the universe, and <laughs> um, your lungs being all full of cough is uh, global warming. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah, mm-hmm. so my cat had an accident on the floor and Brad saved me. Had an... I still think that Sookie invited other cats over here <laughs> and had a party. Party to pee all over my carpet. there is no way that one little cat <laughs> made that much of a mess. Like, you sent me a picture, and I'm like, that's not that big. But then I came here. (laughs) You said holy fuck when I sent you the picture. But then I came here. (laughs) And it was like, (laughs) I could sit in it Indian style, (laughs) and it was bigger than that. It was. It was like a fourth of the room. It was massive. I wouldn't say a fourth of the it room. It was a big chunk of Definitely the room. wasn't a fourth of the room. I'm now looking at the size of well, this if, room. If you think of, if you cut off at the kitchen, like if you cut off where I'm sitting, okay, that if, would be like a fourth. Okay, if we take a line from the couch to the corner of the wall and from the corner of the wall to the other wall, yeah. yes, it was a quarter of that area <laughs> of, see, there's no lights up here, of the reading room. Yes, there you go. <laughs> but... So I just didn't know what to do because it was so intensely huge and I was not equipped for that. <laughs> so Brad brought a lot. Well, Brad tried on Tuesday. Well, I knew after seeing it in person, I was going to have to bring the old uh, Bissell. Yeah. And then you brought a big carpet cleaner vacuum guy over. And mm-hmm. that's what we've been doing the last hour. Well, that's what he's been doing. And I've been watching and going, wow, magic. Yep. She likes to see me work. She <laughs> thinks I'm the sexiest when I'm doing that. <laughs> Yes. It's her secret obsession, watching Brad uh, do vacuuming motions. <laughs> it is very attractive to see a man doing housework. I'm glad I turned you on. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, I've been like breathing in cat ammonia fumes for the last week. <laughs> so my, I was like, why do I feel like shit all week? And because I kept trying to fix it and nothing would fix it. And I, so it just kept getting worse and just hanging in the air. Mm-hmm. And I like woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, my chest, my lungs hurt. Now it smells like the cleaner I bought uh, that uh, is specifically for pet sedents. Yes. And so anyway. he's walking around looking confused, doesn't understand what she did. The little jerk. Right. Anyway, yeah, so enough about cat piss. <laughs> How was the rest of your week? Thankfully. <laughs> Um, it was great. I got to watch uh, Infinity War again with an awesome person. <laughs> oh, really? Who? It was you. <laughs> <laughs> and then realized I have more work to do on my cosplay because I my reference poster has a poorly placed shadow that was hiding some things. Some scarring. Some scarring. But that's easy. Yeah, you just add more lines. Yeah, not going to be a big deal. Cool. Yeah, it was fun to rewatch it, even though, well, after, until about the 
<laughs> a certain part and then i was like wait why was i so excited to watch this again yeah, and then I, I was curled in the corner of the couch crying i believe uh, stephanie or not stephanie sorry wow stacy yes. said the same thing i don't Stacey understand why that. i'm excited to watch this yes i don't know maybe you guys like heartbreak we do. We like to torture ourselves with... I mean, we love Orphan Black. That's just a bunch of torture. That is a bunch of torture. I did enjoy watching it this time because in the theater, I didn't quite catch it, but this time I caught it. They did uh, the CGI over Spider-Man, and he was breaking apart the whole time he was talking. Spoilers. To- I'm just saying, warning people. Skip ahead 30 seconds. He was breaking apart the whole time Tony was holding. Like, you could see it in his suit, the the uh-huh. atoms pulling apart. And then I just remembered back to a Reddit I had heard about, but people saying uh, the reason uh, it was so painful to watch Spider-Man die is because his spidey sense let him know it was coming, and then his super-fast regenerative healing made it last much longer than everybody else. Why are you hurting me like this? I'm just saying it was cool cool effects they did on it (laughs) cool awful whatever you know he'll be back my son my poor son he'll be back you need a friendly neighborhood spider-man you can't be a friendly neighborhood spider-man if there's no neighborhood that's true that's a line from infinity war (laughs) another good line is I don't know. I'm just oh, okay. <laughs> I'm blanked out. And then, of course, this <laughs> Who week Who just is... saved your magical ass? That was what I was thinking of. Uh, yeah. Good old Tony. Anyway, uh, I'm also, uh, this week has been more, you know, computer-related stuff at work. Still catching back up to getting everything back to normal. Yeah. At least we're operational. Cool. Uh, but other than that, it's been a decent week. Yeah, it's all right. Work's been pretty chill. Yeah. Went to happy hour last night. Oh, sorry. I just remembered oh, okay. <laughs> my other frustration. <laughs> uh, so I went to happy hour with a couple of my coworkers. That was fun. I ordered a burger with no bun and cheese and it was delicious. <laughs> okay. Anyway, and asparagus to go with it yep. to keep up with my weird diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and How so did your pee smell? I didn't pay close attention. Okay. We're moved on. We've moved on from pee. From pee, is- yes. <laughs> Okay, sorry. You know, I just know asparagus. I didn't. It takes about 20 minutes. Oh, I didn't take stock, sorry. To get a scent. (laughs) If you're one of those people that gets stinky pee. Maybe I didn't because I didn't notice. Not everybody doesn't get it, yeah. I didn't notice. You might be one of those lucky people. Great. Good for me and my, (laughs) anyway, system. (laughs) So I called a Lyft to go home Uh because it was cheaper than Uber. Uh I always check both just in case. Uh And Lyft. Like said it had picked me up, uh-huh. but it never did. And then I saw it drive by me, and then pick someone else up at the other end of the block, uh-huh. and then drive away. And then it said I was on the trip uh-huh. the whole time, so I couldn't yeah. cancel it. Wow! So I took a lift, a lift ride that I was not actually in. Did you contact Lyft? I well, so I tried to call the driver when I saw him drive by to be like, "Hey, you just missed me," but it was like this number is not connected to any device or something like that. And I was like, "Okay." What? What? Yeah, exactly. And so then I was super pissed and I was really, I didn't feel good last night. So I was really mad also. Uh-huh. And so it just, I couldn't cancel the ride because I thought I was taking the ride. So I couldn't call another Lyft. Right. So I had to take an Uber and then the Uber was fine. But so somebody yeah. hijacked your Lyft? No, I think that he pressed a button or something and it like fucked up the system and it like made it look like he had picked me up. 
And so then he thought he had already picked me up and then he just didn't pick me up. So are you getting a refund? Yes, I contacted Lyft and okay. they are refunding me the whole Ford 12 or something that it was. Keeping me on the edge of my seat this whole time wondering whether or not you got your money back. I got, I got the refund. Okay, you got the <laughs> refund. That's very nice. That's Helena. I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, but I was still very annoyed. So Hitting my uh, pop filter there. Anyway. Yes. That's all I got for you. We're not doing Orphan Black, though, this week. We're doing Balsar Galactica. Oh, yeah. Which, and this happened to be my, I was kind of disappointed that it was this episode, because it's my second least favorite episode of the series. How could it be your second least favorite episode of the series? I don't know. I'm just it's not... the Rush episode. The what? The Rush episode. The Steel Day. Oh. See, whenever I hear about Steel Day, I think of Portlandia. It's Bastille Day. But, you know. I just don't, I just, every time I watch Battlestar Glasgow, I just don't really like this episode. But it's still better than my least favorite episode, which is the black market episode, which is like Leah Dama doing a bunch of dumb shit with this woman and trying to get like black market stuff for her. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest episode of the whole series. Can't wait to cover that one. <laughs> it won't be for a long time. I think it's like season three or something. It'll be great. <laughs> Nick will enjoy it. But I love everything else about Battlestar Alaska. I just don't really like these two episodes in particular. Well, you know, there always has to be a stinker in the pile. Yeah. But we right, can still Sookie? talk about it. <laughs> She's the stinkiest stinker. <laughs> All right. Do you want to just get into it? Let's, it's called yeah. Bastille Day. Yes, it is. Episode three of season one. Let's get this going like the queen getting her head chopped off in the guillotine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that a Bastille Day joke? Yeah. Okay. It is. It's in the lyrics. Then the king will raise his country up. Raise you up. Not that king. (laughs) Wrong king. (laughs) (laughs) That's my Catholic (laughs) Catholic songs coming into my head. Sometimes sometimes it happens. It's after they're marching to Bastille Day. La Guillotine will take her bloody head or something like that or the lyrics i don't know i'm sure i know the song if i listened yeah it's I, rush of course you know of the course song. i know my dad is, your dad is like the biggest rush fan of my all. dad is king rush uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like nick always likes to tell the story where uh i was like we were in st louis and we had just seen winter soldier and we were driving to my dad's house to go hang out with him and eat pizza uh-huh. and i was like so i just want to warn you like my dad likes rush a lot and he was like okay sure I'm like, no, you don't understand. My dad loves Rush. Mm-hmm. And we pull up to his house. And you can just, like, feel the bass coming from the house. And he opens the door to greet us. It's just, like, Rush blaring out of the house. Yes. I'm like, he's like, oh, I get it now. What album? I don't remember what the actual song was. But, like, and you just go in and he has his drum set. And there's, like, Rush posters everywhere. And he was probably wearing a Rush t-shirt. Probably. He's just, like, Mr. Rush. And, of course, the drum set is... A replica? No, not a Neil Peart replica. It's not? It's just a sweet drum set. He doesn't have everything Neil Peart has? No, but he does play Rush on his drum sometimes. He's really good. I thought for a second there he had the whole deal. No. If he could, he would, I'm sure. He just might not have the means to do that. Double bass drum? Dude, I don't know. I haven't been there in like two years. I don't remember. (laughs) Six toms? I have no idea. Ton of, does he have a gong? Uh, Maybe. Yes. It's a big round thing that hangs. I know what a gong is. <laughs> okay. 
Does he have roto toms? What are those? Those are three toms that don't have a, a hard shell, and you spin them up, and they sound really cool. It's like I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Okay. He's got the two on the top, and then the three there, mm-hmm. and some symbols, and just one and big s- bass drum, and some other two. things. I feel like. Or does he have one bass drum with a double bass kick? I don't know. You gotta take me to your dad's house now. Okay, you can go play drums this with is my a road, dad. This is a road trip we're gonna have to have now. I'm <laughs> gonna take to you to visit. visit so. I'm gonna take you to visit your dad, and I'm gonna get to check out this here drum kit. He would love to geek out about it with someone. I'm sure he would. I'm really bad at drums. I haven't played in so long, and I really wasn't that good when I was better. Yeah. But it's because I play trumpet. Well, used to. The Don't play trumpet? that anymore anymore. What? <laughs> of course I play that one. I'm a guy. <laughs> See, sometimes I make fart jokes too. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyway. Which brings me back to our episode when we were talking about Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Butkiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, let's get into this Bastille Day. <laughs> now that we've talked about weird things all <laughs> for a while. Yep. Um, so the episode begins with Colonel Ty waking up and measuring his booze bottle, mm-hmm. but then deciding to partake. Yep. With a few capfuls of booze, nondescript booze, whatever it is. Brown booze. Brown liquid. Yep. It's probably like a... Uh... Probably a bourbon or a whiskey, whiskey or something. Whiskey, probably like a real shite whiskey. I don't know, man. Come on, this is from Caprica. It's also like space whiskey. Why do you have to judge? Because they probably like... What if space whiskey is better and we don't know because... <laughs> whiskey is better and we don't know because we don't make space whiskey. Well, we can't because we're not in space. We are too. We have the International Space Shuttle. What if you take a Just bottle of whiskey it to the International <laughs> Distillery, International International Space Distillery, and make space booze? Sure. That'd be cool. What if I just take a bottle to space with me and then I have space booze? <laughs> but it was made on Earth. What if space changes the way it happens? I don't know. Who knows? You know, the whole reason we're going to Mars is so that we can put a Jack Daniels distillery on Mars. <laughs> exactly. That's the only reason. It's the only reason. <laughs> Mars' own, in whatever they'll call it, they'll probably give it the same name, wherever whiskey's from, and Mars will be a dry world where you can't drink, because, you know, Jack Daniels is made in a dry county. Yeah. True. All right. Anyway. Yeah, he's drinking. So he's drinking. There, so the last episode, as we know, Sharon blew up the water tank and they lost a shitload of water. And then they found a planet that had water that was viable for them to mine right. and. Bring. Well, it had water. That had water. So then we get a little deeper into the details and find out that the planet that has the water is super duper cold and it's like really hard to get a team down there to actually work. Mm-hmm. And. The actual water is 13% sodium chloride, which is like salt water, but the ice on the planet is pure water. Yep, and that's they'll how have it works. What? That's how it works. Yeah. And but in order to bring the this to the ship, they have to melt the ice beforehand and it'll take a lot of it'll take a yeah. thousand men to do all of the I don't get why they it. would have to melt it first. Dude, I don't know. 
It makes no sense to me. Maybe so it's smaller. Uh, yeah, you know, because it's probably water just expands easier to when transport. It's... It'd be easier to transport in nice form. <laughs> it's hard. I don't know. I'm just saying. Ask Adama and Ty. I don't know. I, and Callie I and Chief. I would, but they're all, you know, not real people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I bet if I ask the actors, they're going to go, I don't what kind what kind of weirdo are you, Brad? <laughs> yeah, they would be like I just read the lines. Yeah, exactly. So yes, so Sorry. water <laughs> needs to be water, not ice. Yes, so they need a thousand men to get it done. Mm-hmm. And so but like they need a lot of those people to like man the vipers and like stay on the ship and do military shit and not just work on a planet for however long it'll take. Right. So they realize that they have 15,000, not 15,000, 1,500 mm-hmm. just dudes chilling on the Astral Queen, which is a prisoner ship. Prisoner transport. Transport. Um, they think they'll, they have the idea that they can use these people for work and give them incentives for like their freedom, basically. Yeah, freedom points. Freedom points. <laughs> Get your freedom points. Uh, and they decide to, like, they'll set up screenings to weed out, the, you know, the real bad ones, right. you know, the cannibals and the s- serial killers. and Right, because nothing makes you more hungry than a nice planet. <laughs> Just go up and chomp all those people. <laughs> well, it's more about the not... Uh, Having a psycho murderer on the planet with a bunch of people that he's going to want a psycho murder. That and also the after the work is done, releasing the psycho murderer on, oh, yes. into the fleet. That's true. You don't want to do that either. You don't want to give them the opportunity to earn their freedom points because they do not deserve their freedom. Right. Until they've been rehabilitated. Right. So they decide to go to the... They decide to go do this. Uh-huh. Talk to the prisoners. And Billy suggests to bring... Well, that was only because Rosalind was against... Using them as slaves, slaves, even though they were all criminals that were, you know, sentenced to hard labor. And this is hard labor. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Billy points out that they were all like it was a transport. So a lot of them were on their way to parole hearing. So right. a lot of them deserve freedom anyway. Yes. So they decide they're going to pitch them the freedom point. Thing. Yes. So Billy suggests. They want to bring another officer with them, so Billy suggests Dee to come along because he has a crush on her. That's, like, his only reason he makes up some silly excuse. How could you not have a crush on her? Uh-huh. She's adorable. She is adorable. And Rosalind's like, oh, hee-hee, oh, really? Like, you wanted to bring her <laughs> along? Like, she totally gets it. Yep, because he's bad with <clears throat> girls. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Captain Apollo, Leodama, Billy, and Dee... And Callie and like a few other randos mm-hmm. are go to the Astral Queen. Yeah, Lee makes a speech to everyone. Right. It's like anyone who volunteers to help will earn their freedom points for a daily release, and anyone interested should step out of their cell. So then they open up the cells, which was an epic procedure. Yeah, lots Ugh. of switches, lots of button pushing and switching and lever Levers. pulling, and then all the doors open. And then nobody walks out of their cells. And then a man named Tom Zarek steps out and says they will decline the offer. And then they all start chanting his name. Yep. And he 
is an original cast member of the original Battlestar Galactica, right? Yes. I don't remember who That's he was. That's part of my fun facts. Well, good. You'll you'll remind us who he was. Well, I can just I tell remember. you, he's he's Apollo in the oh, original. <laughs> oh, so Apollo declined Apollo. Uh huh. Wow, that's gotta hurt. Yep, that's why it's kind of funny that they're the ones that face off in this episode because yep. they used to be the same. Yeah. Well, one's they are one's the, the current dude. They are the, the other same. guy used to be the same dude. Yeah, they kind of discuss who this guy is and. He's a terrorist. If He's I a recall. terrorist. Right. Yes, he blew up a government building on Sagittarius, and Billy is like, "This guy, this guy's people were marginalized. Like he was just doing it for the people." And D is like, "I'm from Sagittarius. You do not speak. He does not speak for all of us." And blah blah blah. Like he deserves to be in prison. Mm-hmm. So they're at odds a little bit there. Right. And then good way to start your relationship, Billy. <laughs> Bring up a sore point. It's fine. They're in a stressful situation. <laughs> Well, their entire life is a stressful situation. It is. You're getting hunted by the Cylons. Constantly. Which, a side note, did you listen to Judge John Hodgman this week? No, I'm so behind on podcasts. Um, he made reference of Cylons this week's episode. Oh, I was giggling because we were doing this episode this week. <laughs> I mean, he was on Battlestar Galactica. I can't wait till we get to his episodes. John Hodgman was on Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. He was a doctor. I did not know this in my brain bits here. Yeah. Oh, no. Things to look forward to on the rewatch. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Zarek and Lee are kind of having a chat about everything, and Lee's like, I read your book, and it was so inspirational, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just trying to, like, suck up to him a little bit to, like, get him to help. But while he's doing this, one of the guards beats up another guard. Uh-huh. And then all of the security screens in the control room go blank. Uh-huh. And then the security guard opens all the cells again. Uh-huh. And then everyone's being held up with guns. And Lee comes out and starts fighting off prisoners. Yep. And it's just a big chaotic mess. Yep. And then it all stops and they play dodgeball. It's, <laughs> it's quite inspiring. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yep. Inmates against crew from Battlestar. It's just a jaunty good time. I'm going to say, the Battlestar crew was a little, uh, you know, on the downside of this epic game of dodgeball, because there were only like eight of them, and then there were the 1,500 inmates, so... (sighs) Luckily, though, they only had four balls. So we realized that Zarek has orchestrated this whole thing, and he was just basically waiting for an opportunity to do this. Because he loves dodgeball. <laughs> he orchestrated the whole game. <laughs> and now the crew and the Lee, and uh, or not Lee, Lee's not locked up, but like Billy D. Callie are all locked up in the prison, prisoner mm-hmm. cells. Meanwhile, on the Galactica, also I'm... As I go through these episodes in the future, because we have two different places going on, like everything in space and then Cylon occupied Caprica, yep. I'm separating them and I'll talk about Caprica at the end. Cool. Just because it's just like too confusing to jump back all around all these different things that yeah, are going on. So I agree. Just Keep those storylines nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Better for us, better for them. For, for you. Not that there's much... There's like one scene in this episode, yeah. but in the future, but in the future, yeah, it'll go, it'll be bopping back <laughs> and forth. Yeah. So 
Starbuck is like walking down the hall. She walks by Gaius and kind of sh- shoots him down. Yep. Um, and then Head Six kind of teases him about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes into the the briefing room. I guess that's what it would be. And she has her sunglasses on. She is smoking a cigar and leading the meeting. Because she's, I love her. She's the, uh, probably the backup CAG. Yeah, backup CAG. And just, and she's just awesome. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of teasing one of the pilots for coming in too fast on his landing. and Too hot, I believe, was the word hot, she used. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what are you doing using your, you're too excited to get back to your bunk and use your right hand or something like yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. Or did your hand miss you? Or I don't know. Some she made a jerk off joke, basically that she I'm did. butchering right now. That's okay. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to pull it off. I, I mean, it's Kara Thrace. Nobody could pull that off. She True. is a bad mofo. Yeah. Colonel Ty comes in and starts watching the briefing, and then you know everyone's kind of joking around and laughing and having a good little meeting, and then mm-hmm. they all leave, and she's. The only one left, and he confronts her and kind of scolds her for, you Smoking know, a cigar. Smoking a cigar in the briefing room, and then also not being hard on her pilot for his fuck up. Right. She pushes back, and she's, she sniffs him, and she's like, oh, well, you've been drinking, so don't fucking <laughs> tell me what to do, basically. <laughs> I think she said, wasn't it something about we all have, uh, oh, what was the word? Oh, I can't remember. We all have our, our obstacles or something. Yeah, something. I think it's something like that. And then she smells him and she's like, I see. And yeah. Uh-huh. You got yours too or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, Gaius and Adama have a little chit-chat. Yep. About, they drink, they have some water, some precious, precious water. Oh, it's so precious. So precious. And Adama's getting a little impatient. Where's my Cylon detector, Gaius? I'd be impatient, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sames. I know. Gaius is panicking a little bit. He says it's taking longer than expected. Mm-hmm. And while he is trying to talk to Adama, Head Six is, like, yelling at him. Well, first she's kind of teasing him, and then she right. starts berating like him. Like he's going to figure out that you don't have one, and... And all this fun stuff, you know. Yeah, he has so many excuses, and finally, he just tells him, "I don't have it." Well, he's like a deer in headlights, and yeah, he says he's not the man for the job. And Head Six is like screaming at him in his face. Yeah, to the point where he gasps and drops his glass of water of precious water. Precious water. My precious, precious. (laughs) And Adama is doesn't really get why he's having a panic attack or whatever or why he's all freaked out he just assumes he's a weirdo weirdo jumpy guy you know he was just all upset because back in his bunk his cat peed on a quarter of the floor <laughs> and he didn't know what to do i mean the water supplies are low how are you gonna clean that up you don't have the water for the bissel the space bissel i'm sure to clean it up oh god it's just aggravating and then his his nanobot six head thing <laughs> It's just like constantly yelling about the smell on the floor. It's just not <laughs> cool. So am I Gaius in this scenario? <laughs> That's fine. No more Mr. Nice Gaius. Yeah, well, you, ha- you know, you have to be. Um, Are you my nanobot? <laughs> Did you come and fix I think, it? I think you're the nanobot. 
<laughs> I'm the nanobot. Yeah, because as I was cleaning the floor, you were screaming at me pretty loudly. <laughs> I, was I, I dropped the spray bottle of cleaner. I was so frightened. No, I did not scream at you. <laughs> She's like, get it clean now! <laughs> You're a best of spot. So he's going to know you don't have a pee cleaner. <laughs> Adama says, you're, you're the last cat piss cleaner we have. <laughs> uh, he says, you're the last man we have. Yep. And so, while, so Gaia starts to talk. And Six is telling, okay, she's like, say exactly what I'm going to say. So she says the line, then he says it. So Gaius tells Adama, Commander, the truth is, there is one way. I didn't want to have to ask you for this, but what I really need to complete the project is a nuclear warhead. Uh Uh-huh. Makes sense. (laughs) Totes. Yeah. He even sounded surprised when he said a nuclear warhead. (laughs) He even had, uh, like, a... he looked at her and yeah. then looked back at the Od- uh, Odama. God, <laughs> man. Thanks, Odama, every time. <laughs> Adama. He looked at Adama like, with a warhead? A nuclear warhead? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, but then, and so that's all she gives him. And he's like, she's like, you got to figure out the rest. Right. And so he does some quick thinking because he is still a genius. Of course he is. Um, he says, technically, I need the plutonium inside. And then he BSs his way through the rest, uh-huh. finding, it, finding his way. By taking the plutonium and embedding it in a carbon nanotube matrix, I can construct a filter that will preferentially ionize synthetic molecules and thus deliver to you your Cylons. And then the pee is clean. <laughs> the carpet is perfect. Because his cat is a Cylon. Suki, <laughs> <laughs> so are you a Cylon? She is. She must be. Um, Adama just, I love Adama because he doesn't ever really reveal what he's thinking ever. You right. just, he always says something and you think he's like, has made up his mind one way and then he surprises you Yep. because he's just such a gruff old man that you just can't tell what he's going to say. And he says we only have, well, there are, he says there are five warheads and we may need them mm-hmm. and then you'll get your warhead. Which leaves them with, if my math is correct, <laughs> carry the one decimal point. Four warheads. <laughs> That's correct. Thank you. They're going to need those warheads. Of course. Because you never know when you need a nuke. I'm making a, you never need a nuke face, but, you know. What did they do to blow up that one ship? They just blew it up. Which one ship? In the first episode. That was just a regular bomb. Remember when the Cylons were following them for every 33 minutes? Right. They blew up that ship. Did they? Yeah. Oh, blew you're it talking. Up. Okay. You're talking about the. Uh, they just shot it with their guns. With they their shot guns. the engines. Okay. Yeah. You're talking about. What was the name of that transport? Yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> I can't remember either. But there was a nuke on that ship, so the secondary explosion uh, may have been the nuke being triggered. You're right. Yeah. So, meanwhile, in the deck, the flight deck, I don't know. Where the, wherever Chief and Sharon are. Oh, they're in one of the uh, supply rooms off of the flight deck, yeah. 
Okay. So Sharon's still worried about the G4 charges that she stole. Uh-huh. And well, she doesn't... Well, she doesn't remember it. She didn't think she stole them. She thinks they were planted on... Well, it, the one was planted right, on Right, right. She still doesn't know that it was her. And got... Even though she was wet. And it all points to her. Yeah. And then she found another one on her raptor. But mm-hmm. whatever, Sharon. Yep. Um... Chief is just like, the master of arms has no idea who took them. Like, don't worry, you're totally safe. And then they're kind of smooching and hugging. And then Ty interrupts. Ty's just like popping up all over the place. He's just. Yeah, he's a man on a mission this episode. (laughs) And he was actually in that first scene we saw with him. He was kind of likable. I love Ty. Being, uh, oh, I'm just saying, you know, everybody doesn't like him because he's always yelling at them. But when they were mm. talking about getting the water off the ice planet and all this stuff, yeah. I mean, he was cracking jokes. and He's a goober. I love him. Yeah. So Ty interrupts and he says he needs to talk to Sharon. And then so Chief leaves and he tells Sharon that she is like, everybody knows what's going on. And she's like, we're just friends. He was just helping me with something. But terrible excuse, whatever she said. Right. And he's like, we all know you're a superior officer. You have to end this relationship. Yeah. He said, you know, when we were being decommissioned, we let it slide. Mm-hmm. But things have changed. We're and at then he did war. that triple snap. Oh, yeah. And then he like and sassed shimmied his, his head. Yeah. He like sashayed out of the room. Yeah. Wearing his pink, you know, um, uniform. <laughs> it says it's got pink bedazzled on the back is what I was trying to say. His butt says Colonel Ty in glitter. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's a really fun image that I have right now. It's a good image. Oh, I love him. Especially when he's wearing his Colonel Thai sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's better his... than juicy. Yeah, I know. Well, he's not very juicy back there, so Colonel Thai's perfect. <laughs> it could be Colonel Thai. Yeah. <laughs> It's spelled Noice. Ty the way his name is, and uh-huh. then a T, a dash a T. T. Yeah. Tweet, tweet. Uh, <laughs> That's to say that he's got a firm buttock. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Thank you. It, yeah, I was just, you know, was feeling unappreciated for the Colonel. I was saying tight. Tweet. tweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get past Colonel Ty's oh, tight Michael buttocks, Hogan. please. Okay. So back on the Astral Queen, mm-hmm. which is a terrible name for a spaceship. Why? I don't know. It's just annoying to say. Oh, okay. It's a little tongue twistery yeah. for you. I get it. It also has a weird name for like a prisoner ship. The Astral Queen? Yeah. I don't There weren't any ladies on that ship. Well, you know, prison, you got to keep them separate. Yeah, but there wasn't a ladies prison vessel. You don't know that. I do know. How do you know? Because I know everything. <laughs> hey, maybe in the fleet there's not a ladies' prison, but there could have been, and it could have been blowed up. That's true. See? They could have already been back at Caprica for their, um, whatever they're called things. You know what I'm parole? talking about. Thank you, their parole hearings. And then they got blown up. And then they got all blowed up. Oops. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so Zarek basically just wants to be treated like men and not animals, and he shares his condition with the world, with the fleet. He says he wants the immediate resignation of Laura Roslin, 
Because she was not elected. She just was sworn in because President, whatever his name is, died in the attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as well as the other, what 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 <laughs> what number in line was she? She was like forty seventh or something. As well as the other forty five <laughs> people yeah. that would have taken office below him. There was a lot of other people that. Yeah, exactly. Don't quote me on that number. I don't know if that's correct, but I feel like it was in the 40s. Or maybe 17. I don't know. I feel like there's a 7 involved. Maybe I'm crazy. Whatever the right number is, I said the difference between her number (laughs) and the president. You know, so president... Fill in the blank for us. Thank you. There you go. Um, Remember to send your emails to (laughs) seeingdoublepodcast at gmail.com. C-doublepodcast. C-doublepodcast at (laughs) gmail.com. Correct and, us. And, and tell Stephanie how she did so poorly. Oops. Well, you didn't need that phone. <laughs> My phone fell off, the, <laughs> fell off the thing. She was trying to check the emails right now. No, she I just was... doesn't realize we're not live. Ugh, damn it. <laughs> Nick, we're not live. <laughs> I know he's always yelling at me while he's listening. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> just wait. I'll answer your question. <laughs> you have to listen for two more seconds. <laughs> So he, so he wants the immediate resignation of Rosalind. Mm-hmm. He demands that the people choose their own government because if they're not free, they're no better or no different than Cylons. Right. So obviously they don't want to do that on the Galactica. Not going to do it. Thank you for that impression. You're welcome. <laughs> so these <laughs> they I, I broke Stephanie. You broke me again. <laughs> They're sending in Starbuck with the team to go deal with the situation to get their hostages back and get the prisoners back in line. Yes. Cause she's the sniper. Sniper baby. <laughs> um he, so Adama tries to make a deal with Zarek. He says he refuses to call for elections, and Zarek's like, well, blah, 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 whatever. Too bad. Right. Um, meanwhile, one of the prisoners is being a big old creepo. Yeah, I'm assuming he was a sex offender. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm going to assume that he raped somebody and killed them. Probs. Yeah. He was gross. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to ask him to be locked back up. Yeah. Yeah. For reals. He's yeah. one of those. He didn't turn in his TP whatever reports. and TPS uh, reports. There you go. And I think um, he's going he's gonna to have to go back into his cell on Saturday and <laughs> get those taken How about immediately? Of. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he does not deserve any freedom points, let's be honest. Well, yeah. Uh, I agree. So he's being a creeper to Callie, and she kind of rubs him the wrong way. Not literally, figuratively. Jesus Christ. I didn't say anything. I know. I just, like, it came out of my mouth, and I was like, oh, that was awkward, because he's talking about... I think it was the dinosaur. (laughs) Yeah, dinosaur. Chill out, okay? (laughs) Not speaking literally. I mean, she was inside the cell. She couldn't rub him anyway. Uh, Yeah. And Billy and Dee are also in the cell kind of chatting and they like overhear the altercation mm-hmm. and then the guy's all pissed off at Callie. And then eventually he comes and takes her out of the cell. Yep. And drags her off. Right. 
At gunpoint. Yes. And forces her to go with him, which is just gross. Yes. So, so guys, don't take women out of cells at gunpoint and force them to go with you. Or ever. It's gross. Don't force them to do anything ever against their will. Right. Never. Gunpoint or no. Exactly. So you're on notice, all you trainers that make girls do all those muscle lift things when they really don't want to do it, but they're paying you to make them do it. Just know that no means no. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Lee figures out that Zarek doesn't really care about figuring everything out. Mm-hmm. He or like getting his demands met. He just wants to go out in a blaze of glory. Because there's no reason to live? Is he one Basically. of those people that thinks the human race is done and why not go out like a rock star? Well, there are only 46,000 people left in, maybe 45,000, I remember, left in the fleet. And that doesn't even make them an endangered species Constantly yet. being her- almost murdered by Cylons, like every day. But no, that was back with 33 but in general there's a lot of cylons things on their have ass. been chill for quite a while now i'm gonna assume for at least a week everybody's been getting at least good a week. rack time some good rack time and it's not like he needed to do anything i mean he just got to chill in his cell while they jumped every 33 minutes <laughs> excuse me just saying true i mean he had the life of luxury let's be real he just doesn't want to go work on the ice planet he didn't have to volunteer he's just being lazy yeah it's true. He didn't yeah. have to. He's just being a drama queen. He just wants to do things that are anti-establishment. Yeah. So, Zarek, Zarek knows that they're sending people to take them out, and he says that nobody will trust or forgive the Battlestar Galactica or President Rosalind for massacring all the prisoners and hostages, just trying to defuse the situation. Right. So he totally expects everything to go horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And just as he says this, Starbuck and her team are arriving. As she moves through the ship, we hear Callie scream in the background, which is like right after... Fun fact. As they were going to the ship, Kara had in, in her pod, I mean, they, they were blasting Bastille Day by Rush. Were they? Rush existed back then, too. Did they? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, did I miss that? You did not miss anything. Let's pretend that's what we I don't happen. believe we see them flying there at all. We just see them arriving. We see No, we see the ship docking. Yeah, and then they talk about having a soft seal oh, and yes. cutting open them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you are normal, boring tech seal. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it so, was pressurized. And yeah. Blah blah blah. <laughs> did you like all that technical stuff I did earlier with Gaius? Mm-hmm. It was great. You're welcome. You're the best. I was like, ooh, I gotta type this down. You do. You type do you type down normally? <laughs> I I'm just <laughs> type down <laughs> with my fingers like a So like you have your witch. chair higher than your desk <laughs> and you would reach yeah. down to it and you type. Oh, I reach between my legs and type on my computer <laughs> with the ends of my fingers. <laughs> it's very interesting. Is that does that keep you from getting carpal tunnel? Because <laughs> yeah. because you keep because you they're straight and uh-huh. you don't have to have the bend. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And your wrists are straight and not all jacked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What did you say the other day? Claypool tunnel. I said carpal tunnel. 
No, when you were doing the when you were doing your clay thing. Oh yeah, you had claypole tunnel. Yeah, syndrome. I was gonna get claypole tunnel syndrome. That was good because you're pushing all that clay around mm-hmm. uh, for so- sculpting, of course. Just in case people are confused. <laughs> <laughs> While you're pushing clay around. <laughs> I was prepping my Ed head with clay to sculpt the rest of my cosplay. My cosplay cowl, as they call it. Yes, on Face Off. Yes. Face Off is over forever, isn't that sad? Yeah, this is the... Oh, yeah, they finished it already. Yeah, they finished it. I watched it all. That is kind of sad. But the last two seasons were like, they were bringing back All Stars. Mm-hmm. Or was it the last three seasons? I didn't even watch this season, although I hope I have it all recorded somewhere. It was good. I mean, it was, it's a nice background show. I just like to have it on when I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. It's, One of the guys was super hot, so I just really enjoyed looking at him every week. Wow. You know, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Always bringing me down. <laughs> Unfortunately, he had eyes and ears and nails. I was just over here. Steam cleaning your carpet, looking the best a man could possibly look. <laughs> and you're going to bring up some guy that didn't even have a steam cleaner? I told you, Brad, that I liked watching you do housework. <laughs> I already complimented you. Where were we? Um, oh, Kara Thrace and team are breaking into the, sh- into the transport. Yes, I was like, did I lose my place? Okay. And so Dee is like, don't worry, Callie can take care of herself. And then we hear her scream, bloody murder. And then a gunshot. Rings yes. out across the ship. Beautiful. We see, then we cut to Callie, who has bitten off this dude's ear and has been shot in the gut at the same time. Yeah. So definitely he was going to do something to her that was a sexual offense yes. thing. Gross. He was definitely a sex offender. Yes. He keeps. Or she was just trying to help you find the perfect man. You know, <laughs> take those ears one at a time. No. <laughs> anyway, Callie's a badass. <laughs> because she can take a bullet. She bit his fucking ear off. That's hardcore. Okay. It's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to witness you be hardcore. You want to bite someone's ear off? Well, if it's going to happen. Yes. Please don't do it on pay-per-view. That'll upset me. Because the okay. last time somebody bit a guy's ear <laughs> off, it was on pay-per-view. <laughs> and you weren't able to view it. And we watched it, and it was a waste of money because it ended the fight. And, you know, that was it. Mike Tyson and Mayweather, I think. Dude, was the I don't fight. remember. Bit his ear off and spit it out. And then the ref called the fight, and I think Mayweather won on a technicality. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not supposed to bite your opponent's ear off. Right. Yeah. It's bad. It was over in the first round. Tyson was going to lose. <laughs> I, I don't, swear. Okay, I don't know, dude. And he got all scared. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude is all pissed off, obviously, because he didn't get to get his jam on. Ew. And... Is pointing a gun at her and yelling at her, and she's still being sassy at him, which I love her. Right. Good job, Callie. She's the best. She doesn't give a fuck. She's well, like, she's second best because Carrot Thrace is the best. I mean, there's a lot of the best. Everyone's the best, except for this guy. Around. <laughs> uh, Lee takes the gun from this guy and kills the creeper guy, 
it's just a big crazy mess like everyone's screaming and yelling and then lee takes the gun and shoots him and then he points the gun at Zarek, and he tells him he's gonna make the men work for their freedom and get the water off the planet and then we're gonna have an election yes Zarek agrees and also he's talking to Zarek very intensely in the way of starbucks sniper rifle yep so like she can't get a good shot off Ugh, it's craziness. And but then to help Callie. Yeah, Callie. So then he goes to help Callie, and then Zarek's just standing there, and then he sees the laser dot on Zarek's forehead and pulls him out of the way, and that seems to kind of pull Zarek out of his craziness. Funk. His funk. His funk. They get back to Collectica. Then he and sheds a tear. Yes, he does shed a tear. Mom and Dad are not happy. Rosalind and Adama. Right. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> They're basically mom and dad of Galactica. Because baby boy made a promise baby boy shouldn't have made. Yeah. So they gave the prisoners free reign of the Astral Queen, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's up to them. If they, if they want to, they're completely reliant on, on the Galactica for food and water, so they right. like need to cooperate with them or they're fucked anyway. Right. And this way they feel like people. Yes, they're not trapped in cells, and, and they now, don't have to deal with the rest of the population. Right, and I'm sure the bus driver's happy he doesn't have to do that anymore. Yeah. You think they left that traitor guard on there as a free prisoner? Probably. Okay, just making sure. Lee says that they were supposed to have elections anyway in seven months, mm-hmm. and that Laura just kind of fell into the job. Right. So he's basically just upholding the law. Yeah. So even though Lee's right, nobody's happy about it. <laughs> right, well, because, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. I mm-hmm. would assume somebody's thinking somewhere, probably looking at it written on a piece of paper that has six sides because the corners are cut off. Of course. Yeah, reading a book that has, you know, missing corner pages. <laughs> Just all the corners. And adding more corners, yeah. We're always cutting corners on this show. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Starbuck goes to visit Colonel Ty. She brings him a flask, uh-huh. and she pours him a drink. Uh huh. But then it's water. I know. Isn't that cute? It's great. And she tries to bond a little bit with him, and he just says, "My flaws are personal. Yours are professional." And then they walk away. Right. She walks away. Didn't there wasn't there like a tiny spit take? I don't remember. Or did she laugh? But under her breath. She just kind of went, eh, like scoffed at him a little bit. Well, you know. He uh, likes to hate her and she likes to hate him. It's their fun game. Why try to fix what's not broken? Right. <laughs> Forever at odds. Yep. Um, Callie's Keeps them both in, honest. Yeah. Callie's in the hospital and Chief is teasing her about being lazy and it's very cute. Uh-huh. And they're like, can't believe you bit that guy's ear off. And she says, he's lucky that's all I bit off. Hey, now I know he's a convicted sex offender (laughs) if there was the opportunity for other things to be bit off. Yeah. Gross, man. Lee visits Rosalind to say goodbye that he's going back to the ship, or back to Galactica, Mm -hmm. and he hopes that she knows he wasn't trying to be disloyal. Right. And he says, I believe in you and what you're doing, and seven months from now you will have my vote. And she decides to confess her secret to him that she might not be there in seven months anyway. Right. Because she's got cancer. Oh, no. And she worries that 
she wants it to keep stay between them and Billy because Billy knows right. um, that well, the knowledge of her illness. She's worried that the knowledge of her illness will erode hope. Yes. So she wants to keep it a secret. And that's why she was earlier in the episode. She was asking Adama if there was a doctor around because mm-hmm. she had allergies. <laughs> yes. That was her. It wasn't too serious. Just allergies. Yeah. Those darn space allergies again. Those spice allergies. When they, they were around episode two. Let's see, the miniseries, was it in the miniseries? Space it Allergies? It was the miniseries. Space Allergies was in the miniseries. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the Cylon Space Allergies. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get ya. Um, on Cylon-occupied Caprica, Boomer and Hilo are wandering through the city, but they aren't finding anyone. Uh, it's just deserted. But they do run into some rats eating a corpse. Uh-huh. Delicious. So that's something. Yeah. What Sher- did he shoot? Did he shoot the rat? Yeah, he shot the rat. There were like 12 of them. I know. Stupid. Why even bother? Hilo doesn't... Yeah, well, you know. It's Hilo. It's Hilo. Precious Hilo. Um, Sharon is acting like she's super sick, and Hilo tries to, you know, reassure her, because they have two days of radiation meds left, but they'll mm-hmm. get, they've got to get to a hospital and find something. And he, says, he says, someone must be watching out for us. And then they <laughs> cut to... Caprica Six and Aaron Doral watching them. <laughs> yep. They kind of think they're like, wow, Sharon's doing really well. Like she's, you know, playing him really well, which is how yep. we know that it's all an act. Right. She's she's cognizant of the fact that she's a Cylon and she's fucking with Hilo rather than Boomer on Galactica, who has no idea. Right. Um, and we also get a little bit of character development with Caprica Six because she kind of is starting to show remorse for what happened. Right. She doesn't under she doesn't really like that they had to kill all these people and. Yeah, because they're basically they killed their parents, didn't she? Right. Make yeah, that? she calls she them that line. their creators, their parents. Right. And he's like, well, it's just human. It's like na- it's not human nature, but it's just you know the way the world works. Like you gotta kill your parents to become better or something to come into your own come into your own yeah it's funny i didn't feel like i had to kill my parents to come into my own (laughs) so (laughs) sorry mom and dad so there are some uh i might have to be coming for you now belief differences in there which is interesting so yeah that's the episode Mm -hmm. that was bestial day yep (laughs) do you want some well this is a not fun fact I love the fun facts, but give me the not fun fact, I suppose. So, so as I said, um, Richard Hatch, who played Tom Zarek, yeah. was Captain Apollo in the original series. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he passed away in February 2017 from pancreatic cancer. Oh. It's very sad. He got it from hanging out with Rosalind? I don't think that's how it works, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you hang out with somebody that has cancer, you catch cancer. <laughs> It's like all everything, Stephanie. You know, somebody has a common cold, you catch the common cold. Right. Somebody has herpes, you get herpes. Somebody has cancer, you get cancer. Alrighty, Brad. It's just the way it works. So go ask rich- a doctor if you don't believe me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then when he tells you I was lying, know that I believe my thoughts. <laughs> Your Not incorrect really. thoughts. Yeah. Brad doesn't really believe this, everyone. I don't. He's just trying to make it less terrible. I did it all for the silly. Huh? The silly. (laughs) (laughs) So you can Uh, take that giggly. (laughs) 
and shout it out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, fun fact. Yes, thank Callie you. was supposed to be killed off in this episode. Wow. First the paper crisis, and now the person that was supposed to die. Yeah. Uh, but he decided that he wanted her to fight, or the writer decided that he wanted her to fight back during the rape scene rather than be killed off. Which is good, because Callie eventually became a very important character to the series, as we know. Yeah, and if they killed her off, I mean, we would have lost that cute face. I know. With those big eyes. She's very cute. Um, and innocent. And she was, so I read a little interview with her about this scene. Uh-huh. Um, she said, they used this mixture of corn syrup and coloring for the blood, which was very sticky. She had to squeeze this sponge of icky goo all over herself and had it on for a whole day. So she couldn't wipe off the blood for lunchtime and put it back on because of continuity reasons. So for the entire day, I had my shirt completely stuck to me and my face was all sticky. When I ate my lunch, nobody wanted to sit with me. I was walking around throwing popcorn in my mouth and everyone was backing off and staring at me. I was going, hey, what's your problem? Then it occurred to me, oh yeah, I look like death. (laughs) It's cute. It's precious. Mm -hmm. When Boomer and Hilo are walking through Cylon-controlled Caprica and stumble upon a corpse being eaten by rats, they are actually walking in front of Vancouver Public Library. (laughs) I thought that looked familiar. (laughs) Fun fact. (laughs) So if you go to the library, let us know if there's any corpses being eaten by rats in Vancouver. And it was the same yellow sky? And I bet you just down the block, there was a huge spider walking down the street. And then the Dyad building. Oh, wait, that's Toronto. Sorry, not Vancouver. Get your facts straight, Stephanie. Canada's all the same place, right? Yeah, it's all Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Just like America is all, or sorry, just like the United States of America uh-huh. is all the same place. It's the United States of America. Right. But Vancouver and wherever you Toronto, said, Toronto. They're very different. Very different. So the quip made by the bus driver who said, I'm a bus driver, not a warden, uh-huh. is apparently an homage to the original Star Trek series where Dr. Leonard McCoy says, I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's that was what it said. Yep. Um, Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor. <laughs> so when they were doing the scene where Six yells at Gaius, they apparently gave her scary makeup, but in such a slight way that it was difficult for the eye to see what's wrong with the shot. Uh-huh. But the audience can tell on some level that something's wrong. If you pause during her close-up shot, you can see that she's wearing contact lenses that make her eyes look unnaturally bright and a mouthpiece of fake teeth which are bent out of shape and unnaturally large. Yes. Spoopy. I love it. Very spoopy. It's so spoopy. So next time you watch that, pause check it that out. And then have nightmares for a week. And... Because Stephanie made you do that, you could send all your complaints to cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. Care of Stephanie Kretz, please put You Gave Me Nightmares for a Week in the subject line so that she can find them easily. Yay! (laughs) I'll happily read about your spoopy dreams. (laughs) So what's our double count? Four. Mm -hmm. I guess five if you count Aaron Doral, too, because he's technically a Cylon. There's only two of him. Wait, it was 
Oh, it's five. No, mm -hmm. it's five. Mm -hmm. You don't have to count Aaron Doral. I was, I was counting him. I was forgetting Nanobot six. So two Sharons, two sixes. And one Doral. Yeah, that's why I said five. Yeah, I had said four because I forgot about Nanobot six. Oh, you mean head imaginary no. six? <laughs> no, I meant Nanobot six because she is technically <laughs> a computer in his bloodstream giving him <laughs> visions from their moments together on Caprica before it was Cylon occupied. I can't wait until we get to the season three where it's just like super fucking religious the whole time. Uh-huh. And it just throws all your theories away. It won't. <laughs> it's just going to be the evolution of those nanobots. <laughs> okay. You said I had to defend it. I know. I am defending it till the day it's proven otherwise. <laughs> I think the finale will prove it otherwise. Long live nanobots. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I got for you. <laughs> you can, right? Is this what I say now? You can follow us on Twitter, Twitter yeah. at CDoublePod. Uh -huh. And email us, like Brad said 50 times, at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We sort of have been... It'd be great if somebody had a movie they wanted us to cover. Let us know, because it would, it'd be really nice just to get a bearing on that. As you'll notice, the last three episodes, we've done a TV series. Probably because... Mostly because I'm too lazy to watch a movie and take notes. Yeah, but I also don't know what I'd want to do. Like, every time I think yeah, of a movie... Yeah, we have such we an exhaustive list. I don't know what to pick. Yeah. So and if there's something... Lazy. If there's a movie that you would like to hear us cover... Please email us this week and let us know. And we'll probably not do it next week, but the week after, because this goes out on Tuesday and we usually record on Thursday, and that's a short notice. And Dragon Con is coming. <laughs> so we're not going to record that one week. Dragon Con is coming. <laughs> it was very ominous. <laughs> We're not? We're not going to record that week? Dude, I have... I will not have time. I have stuff Neither will on. I. I'll be driving back from Atlanta, Georgia. Well, I mean driving to... You'll be driving to Atlanta. I'll be doing a bunch of shit that week. Mm -hmm. And then... I'm saying on Monday, normally when I do my editing, I'll be driving back on that day. Right. So we're just not going to bother that week. We'll just yes. have another skip week. So we'll have an episode next week, but the week following will be a skip. So yeah. Okay. Let me... Right? Pull up my calendar. Okay, so yeah. Oh no, we'll, we'll, we'll have an episode. So this episode is will be on the twenty first, right? And then the, we'll have another episode coming out on the twenty eighth. We will not have an episode on the fourth, right? Just think of it as a Labor Day holiday. Yes. But then we will be back on September eleventh. Thank you. You had that calendar awfully handy. I just pulled it up. I clicked on the app on my computer. I'm just saying, it's pretty cool. Way to go. <laughs> Oh, thanks. I thought you were insulting me. Way to tow me. the rope, stuff. <laughs> I thought you were insulting I me. I would never insult you. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. See you next time. Yeah. I <laughs> guess you can, that's how you we're can ending do your, it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You can do your exit. <laughs> Until next week. I'm Stephanie Kraft. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye.